This series comes with a content note for anyone who has been through abuse or knows someone who has. Statistically, that is a lot of us. Some of what you'll hear in this podcast is distressing. One of the first questions that people ask you is like, yeah, but did he hit you? And they said, why don't you just change your number and move? And I looked him right in the eyes and I said, that's how people get murdered. Family violence and domestic abuse are not well understood crimes. And yet, they're devastatingly common. It started lovely, it was very supportive and building up. Then it started changing. He locked me out of the house and forced me to spend the night outside. I I started to run out of money and became homeless and was sleeping in my car. He held the gun to my right temple for a while, then kicked me and said, you're not worth a bullet. I bet you think you know these stories, that you've heard them all before. I was ready to get the call that she had been murdered. But every survivor of domestic abuse has their own unique trauma and story to tell. He's being punished, he's in jail. That's not what I want. But it's the only thing that I have at my disposal at the moment. For me, the violence that I've seen and perpetrated is something that I'm very uncomfortable with. I did those things. My name is Tharang Javla, and my sister Nikki was murdered by her partner in 2015. Today, I'm here to share the stories of 10 people who have also had their lives changed by family violence. Stories told in their own words. So many women who experience coercive control talk about feeling like they're in a washing machine or that they're being constantly dumped by waves in the surf. One of the things is that financial abuse is actually really hard to see sometimes and it's often hidden in the construct of a relationship of, well, I trust my partner. Family violence is a layered and complex issue that can only be solved if our whole community starts listening. Together, we have to push past the dangerous stereotypes and assumptions. People think, oh, what happens in some dodgy suburbs or, you know, this is all a fallacy. Family violence occurs across all cultures. Instead of support, I got homophobia. That's what I got. And hung up that phone. He repeatedly said, you won't go to the police because they won't believe you. Genuinely, a lot of victims don't realise once they've spoken to police, what happens afterwards. By the very nature of an adversarial system, it is one person's word against another. There's No Place Like Home is a Future Women podcast in collaboration with our proud partner, Commonwealth Bank supporting long-term financial independence for victim survivors through ComBank Next Chapter. It's really important to include victims' voices in their forums and discussions. I haven't really spoken to anyone about it before. I still grieve for who I should have been and who I could have been in the life that I was supposed to have. Change will only come when governments, employers and our community stop talking and start listening. And through listening, begin to understand. And that's exactly what we're going to do on There's No Place Like Home. New episodes drop weekly. I often get asked, well, how will we know if people are safer? There are no quick fix solutions. Some of this is painfully slow work. Let's get started. There's No Place Like Home is a Future Women podcast in collaboration with our proud partner, Commonwealth Bank supporting long-term financial independence for victim survivors 
through ComBank Next Chapter.